This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All of a sudden, the world displayed across my computer screen. It was Earth, but the view was from space. A red box appeared on my screen that surrounded Earth. Text flashed across the screen. It read, Target acquired. My heart fell through the ground. Who was targeting Earth? Could it be another country? Maybe Russia? An alien race, possibly? Who would want to destroy the whole Earth? Cold sweat ran down my neck as I retracted how I even got here. As a cybersecurity analyst, I never considered my job of any importance. My work days were rather mundane. I mostly dealt with small companies and government contracts. My horrifying ordeal all started when I traveled to downtown Chicago for work. My task was to enhance a company's cybersecurity system. I finished up the job and left the building. While walking back to my car, a dark van with tinted windows pulled up. A side door opened and three men dressed in all black yanked me in. A bag was draped over my head, and I felt the cold barrel of a gun shoved against my neck. Hours passed by, and then the bag was finally removed. I opened my eyes and looked around. I was in a huge, empty airline hangar. There were three officers standing in front of me with unmarked uniforms. One of them said, Your country needs you. Your skills can save all of us. Me? How could I possibly do that? I replied. One of the officers motioned for me to follow him. He led me to a confined room within the hangar. It contained a massive server tower and a few computers inside. There is a threat out there and we are attempting to locate it. Your skills may prove useful. So what do you say? Do you want to help us? He asked. I knew I probably didn't have a choice in this matter. If I refused, they would likely force me to do their dirty work anyways. I played along and replied, Yes, I would love to be of assistance. The officer filled me in on the details. We've recently detected signals across the internet which seemed to be coming from a source other than our planet. At first, we thought maybe these were random signals that couldn't be properly triangulated. However, after a deeper search was made, we discovered that none of them seemed to have any of the same type of coding that we use here. All the messages seemed to be originating from one particular dark website. We aren't entirely sure if these are extraterrestrial messages, but we want to be open to the possibility just in case. You're telling me... Aliens might be using the dark web to send us signals, I asked. The officer responded, That possibility is still on the table. We will provide all the intel we have gathered thus far. Perhaps you can track down the source from there. The officer gave me a handful of encrypted messages and their source code along with the website's URL. I was fascinated by the complex algorithms used to encrypt these messages. It was unlike anything I had ever seen before. It took almost all night, but I did manage to break through. Their decrypted messages shocked me. It seemed to be a conversation between three people or beings. The usernames were A12, X53, and Z2. 
These were most certainly code names. X-53 started the conversation by saying, we need to eliminate them. A-12 replied, no, we put them on this planet for a reason. Much of their technology has also proven useful for us. They are also in the process of building advanced artificial intelligence systems. They are on track to merge with machines like our civilization did 300 years ago. Once they completely merge with AI, we can reveal ourselves to them and fix their planetary problems. Z2 jumped in. I agree with X-53. The human experiment was on a good track, but their evil tendencies will be their downfall, and they could actually harm us with artificial intelligence. A12 replied, Even if an evil country develops a sentient AI, we already put in the proper protocols to stop it. Humans have a unique perspective, and they could be useful in helping us figure out the questions of the universe. I didn't know what to make of the messages. I decided to go to the dark website link where these messages were originally extracted from. The link brought me to a dark screen. All of a sudden, a video feed of our planet popped up. Above the video feed was the same strange code as before, but my algorithm translated it almost instantly. Target acquired, it read above the video. This had to be a bad dream, but it only got worse from there. Within the source code, I found logs of missiles with trajectory calculations for major capitals, not just in our country, but all around the world. Then, to my utter shock, a chat box opened. I recognized the username as an earlier one. He was typing in plain English. It was X-53. My stomach churned. You've shown exceptional skills for one of your kind, he typed. What do you want with us? I dared to ask. His response made me shudder. Your planet is not suitable for life. Your kind do not deserve it. Therefore, it has been scheduled for destruction in 70 years, he told me. There are billions of people here. They'll all die, I anxiously typed back. Extermination of the human species is the only option, he responded. I felt defeated and frustrated, but I felt like I could reason with him, so I asked. Then why tell me any of this if it is futile? You are different. We would like to make an offer to you. He sent me longitude and latitude coordinates. They triangulated to a position not far from my house. Think it over. Save yourself or be damned alongside your entire race. I wrote the coordinates on a piece of paper and shoved it in my pocket. I then deleted the conversation I had with X-53. The uniformed officers returned a few hours later. I told them everything, besides my secret conversation. I would like to go home now, I demanded. Six hours later, I was dropped back off in the same black van without so much as a thank you. I knew they would likely try their hardest to defeat the alien menace, but by then, I will already be gone. A word of advice, pray to be abducted too. It may be your only hope. You want to join the frat house? Then you need to pass the hazing. I thought that maybe I was going to have to drink a whole gallon of milk or go streak naked across the girls' dormitory. But instead, the college jocks of Sigma Beta Phi had a different idea for my initiation ceremony. There's a database on campus of all the bad shit they've caught us doing. Your job is to hack into it and delete it. Give us a clean slate, Maxwell, the frat house leader, told me. I regretted bragging about my computer prowess now because I knew that the college likely had better firewall security than any of the other intranets I had managed to bypass in the past. Still, I wanted this, so I agreed and got to work immediately. I had only 24 hours to finish the task, so of course I stayed up late trying to figure out the different encryptions. By 3.30 a.m., I was running on fumes, hardly thinking straight. And then somehow, 
I cracked the encryption. I was in. The firewall was down, and I could see every single file the school had on all of their students. Initially, I was so excited, I almost texted Maxwell the good news. Then I had second thoughts. He had practically threatened me to find and purge this information. So what did they have on him? Could I blackmail him to give me a better position in their social hierarchy? I typed in his full name under the search bar and found a slew of security footage for him, each with a timestamp and date. This was definitely the jackpot. I opened up the most recent file and watched eagerly, hoping it would be exactly what I needed to settle the score. Instead, I saw a group of figures on the college grounds, all dressed in blood-red cloaks, circling what looked like a naked girl in the middle of a field. I suddenly realized that they were chanting. Then they started to cut their wrists to draw blood and paint some kind of symbol on the ground. Maxwell threw his hood back and told the others, Our sacrifice begins tonight. Join me in prayer, brethren, he ordered. They all started to stab the comatose girl over and over again. I logged out immediately and felt a sick and awful lump in the bottom of my throat. This wasn't a frat house. It was a cult. Frantically, I tried to think of what to do. My only option would be to distribute these videos across the web. I know how to access the most remote corners of the internet, where stuff like this can spread like wildfire. So I logged back on and contacted a seller on the dark web black market. Cult videos are hot right now, so this should definitely bring a pretty penny, he said. I don't care about the money. I just want to make sure they can't hurt me. Call it leverage, I told the seller. He insisted on wiring payment to me anyway, and I'll be honest, I was so sleep deprived I agreed to anything just to end the conversation. Afterward, I crashed until the next morning. When I did wake up, I checked the database again and found that all of it had been wiped clean. I initially thought it must have just been my brain fog conjuring up the whole thing. Then I saw two emails. One from the seller thanking me for the videos, and another from the vice principal's office requesting my presence. I swallowed another big lump and hurried over there immediately. Is everything all right? I asked meekly as I entered the office. They didn't say a word. Instead, they turned their monitor around and showed me the same disgusting ritual I had seen the night before. Except this time, instead of seeing Maxwell's face, I saw my own. I've already contacted the police. Consider packing your things and understand you will be expelled from our institution, she said grimly. I was in a wave of confusion and shock, knowing Maxwell had set me up. I just wasn't sure how until I returned to my dorm room and checked my own email again. Deep fakes are actually more popular now than anything. Thanks for listening. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcast, please take a minute to leave a review. Your review directly helps the podcast grow and allows me to continue coming out with the best horror stories on the internet. Thank you so much.